let's dive into nice North America and sort of what that's all about. Because I know anyone following consumer tech news, they see back October 21, uh, Nice had acquired Nortech and uh, Nortech Control. And dive into that a little bit and kind of how, you know, where you come along and, and just sort of what this new company is all about. Yeah, it's pretty exciting change uh, that occurred. So Nice may not be a, a name that a lot of people understand or know. What's exciting about this acquisition is it really puts us in a position to, we, we believe, be the leader in smart spaces technology. And that allows us to really take the synergy that exists and create solutions for consumers. Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. One of the more interesting categories of consumer tech to have followed over the last couple of years uh, throughout the pandemic and uh, here as we move, uh, hopefully here soon to the, the end of this thing, uh, has been the smart home. Um, you know, there's there's been a lot of opportunity for engagement and education for the consumer uh, around you know smart home technology, and uh, we've seen their awareness of it um, really sort of increase over these past two years as they've paid a lot more attention to you know, uh, not only the the furniture and the appliances they use, but the technology and, and how it can really improve that in-home experience. And, you know, our, our HCSN guys have seen it. Certainly the ASEAN uh, dealers, the ASEAN network has seen it. Um, and that includes, you know, our vendor partners as well who are in this space. And today we got the opportunity to talk with Paul Williams, uh, who's the chief product officer over at Nice North America, um, you know, the, the Nortec Controls brand that uh, was acquired by Nice. And, that um, they kind of run the gamut with the the categories and products that they touch in the smart home space, and um, had an awesome opportunity recently to chat with Paul uh, about some of those trends, uh, obviously about the acquisition as well, and, and sort of what that means for dealers moving forward. But um, to to dive into really the things that they've been able to to see from the product side and the opportunities that exist, and how you know dealers can better tell that story of the smart home, and um, how they're you know also working with the smarter consumer base that we have today that, you know, are aware of these smart home products and uh, sort of the way that's challenged them and also been a benefit to them, you know, as they they look to continue developing solutions for the home and uh, for the whole home and obviously businesses as well. So I had a great time chatting with Paul and uh, I'm excited to share that with you. So let's dive into it. This is Chief Product Officer over at Nice North America, Paul Williams here on the Independent Thinking Podcast. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast, and I'm I'm excited right now. You know, I, the, this relationship with the ASEAN team has uh, uh, meant a lot to you know the team here at Nationwide for a, a bunch of reasons, but uh, it also means we get to you know talk to a whole new family of members and, and vendor partners, and uh, that includes the the folks at Nice North America. And today we've got Paul Williams, the a Chief Product Officer over there at Nice North America. And Paul, appreciate you taking the time and, and hopping on our little podcast here to chat with us. Rob, it's a pleasure to be here today. I'm excited to talk to you. Yeah. So, well, let's start, uh, you know, before we dive into the company and, and everything you guys got going on, talk about your background yourself. I, I always love learning a little bit about our guests before we we dive into, you know, the the, the meat of the subject, if you will. But uh, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, you bet. So uh, I have spent uh, almost the last two decades in the smart home and smart spaces arena, really working for manufacturers that were developing solutions um, in the smart home. And actually that predates uh, even these mobile devices that we now <laughs> are, are connected to us uh, almost surgically. 
uh, predates even having those available so that we didn't have these fancy interfaces to deal with. Um, so I've seen a lot of change, seen a lot of things that have happened over the last two decades. Uh, but previous experiences were with companies like Savant and uh, Control 4 uh, over the last two decades. And then prior to that in Pro Audio uh, with Harman International in Pro Audio side of their, of their product offerings. And then other high-tech companies really spent the last, uh, well, my entire career in high-tech companies. I, you mentioned those changes, right? The, the phone alone, kind of crazy to think about just what that's done to nearly every facet of the tech. But I, I mean, how do you, can you even like sum that up into what it's been like to watch just this tech, consumer tech in general, just the way it's evolved? Yeah, it's it, exponential actually doesn't do it justice. It's, it's crazy if you just put yourself in a, in a time machine, if you were to go back, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, um, it's amazing. We were having this discussion the other night about how we ever dealt with a world where there was no GPS yet. Early <laughs> in my career, I was traveling without GPS and you just show up in these cities. You had no idea where you were and you figured out how to get from point A to point B. I'm not sure. I, I'm trying to remember how we did it, actually. <laughs> but today, it's just it's no way to even think about that. And when it comes to the smart home, that that absolutely is, is the case. The smart home existed for a long time. It was based on remote controls and in-wall touchscreens. Uh, mobile devices just made it so it was way more accessible to way more people. Um, it also brought the cost down significantly, significantly because you already had invested in this mobile device you're carrying around with you. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Well, I think about that. You mentioned the directions, printing out MapQuest. Uh, I'm sure there's still a company somewhere, somehow, probably involved in GPS, but printing out directions and having it on the car seat next to me. And then even something as simple as finding a restaurant, like I would, you would actually have to go down to the bellhop and talk to someone. Like now you yes. can open up open table or Yelp and just search around of just how, how fast and how crazy it's changed. It's kind of, kind of funny. It's amazing to think back. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's, let's dive into uh, nice North America um, and, and sort of what that's all about. Cause I know anyone following consumer tech news, they see back October 21, uh, nice had acquired Nortech and, uh, Nortech Control. And um, so dive into that a little bit and kind of how, you know, where you come along and, and just sort of what this new company is, is all about. Yeah, it's pretty exciting change uh, that occurred uh, back in October, as you mentioned, uh, Nortech Control was was acquired by NICE. So NICE may not be a, a name that a lot of people understand or know, uh, but have, have had solutions in North America, but really have this worldwide footprint in over a hundred countries 24 branches over five continents. Uh, today, with the addition of, of the Nortech control brand and brands uh, that came in October, over 3,000 employees worldwide. So it's a pretty significant company. If you go to Europe, the well-known uh, manufacturer of gates, gate control, so automatic gate control, automatic garage door, both in residential and commercial in both those categories, and also in security and even smart home uh, technology within uh, the European markets, Asian markets, um, and if we go into into broader areas of, of uh, South America as well, which we're very popular in as well. North America has been one of those places where the NICE has existed. A lot of uh, folks that have installed smart blinds um, in homes may have installed our product without knowing they were installing our product. Our NICE motors and blinds and shades motors get installed by a lot of, of uh, fabricators that purchase those motors and then put it inside of their blinds and shade solutions and then slap their name on the blind and shade solution. But at the heart of it, we've got our, our uh, blinds and shades motor there. What's exciting about this acquisition is it really puts us in a position with North America and actually worldwide to, we, we believe, be the leader in smart spaces technology in leading that space, whether it's 
from a simple, I want to just control this one device in my home, all the way up to controlling everything in my home, controlling everything in my business, controlling everything in an industrial site, a, a, a governmental site that includes gate and barrier control, where you could run a, you know, a big truck at 50 miles an hour into a barrier where it'd still not let you in. Uh, all those kind of, of, all that technology, all the way up to that uh, industrial grade product that we have the breadth and depth of. And that allows us to really take the synergy that exists with the technologies we've got, pull them together and create solutions for consumers, not just endpoint devices, but solutions that work for consumers and for business owners and for folks that are living in small and residential or using their commercial space. Well, yeah, I mean, just a, a simple look at the the website and you kind of see the just the breadth of brands and and you mentioned the solutions that it it the, it's a long longer than some grocery lists at this point. Uh, but but talk about what the the benefits of that of having so many different brands that kind of touch so many different areas and you mentioned the solutions. What does that for the dealer? You know, from the dealer perspective, what does that do for them? Uh, to to be able to go to a company like Nice and, and have those solutions all in one place. Yeah, it's, it's, it it actually adds a lot of things. First of all, there's the the convenience part of that, where I don't have to go if I'm going to go into a home and I want to automate everything from the smart home products that you know the the creature feels things. I want to control a television, audio, lighting control, add in security. I also want to be able to put camera control on that, maybe even gate access to some properties. Uh, to be able to have that all come from one manufacturer is is a big deal. It saves you time, saves you effort, saves you the ability of having tried to go and create relationships with multiple companies. You can talk to one source. What it also does is it really, as we start to to really capitalize on that, it brings to bear this these solutions. And I'm and I'm big on solutions. Uh, consumers at the end of the day, they're not looking at I want part A and part B and part C and part D. And they're out there looking for those things. They want the, the experience that they get of having these solutions pulled together. And that's one of the other benefits our dealers are going to get out of this is because we're bringing these solutions together that makes it easy for them to communicate a value proposition to the consumer. So while a consumer may not, not have even thought about gate control or gate access to their property, we can bring that to bear and go, hey, not, in addition to having cameras, which are great, a security system, which is great, we can put gate access on your property so people can't even get into your property in the first place. Um, there's a lot of things we can do that that allow us to bring these solutions that will be very meaningful uh, to consumers and allows our dealers to tell a story um, to those consumers. That's exactly you, you stole the word right out of my mouth, which is what uh, you know tells that you're very invested and ingrained in this. Is that you know the way you're talking about it? Obviously, for the dealer, it's important to think about it from that consumer perspective, right? So you you mentioned it. They want that experience. They want the seamless kind of they set it and forget it mentality, right? Where they could just do one thing and uh, press one button on their phone and everything sort of happens or they don't even have to press a button. It's just scheduled to happen, right? Um, so for the dealer to think about it from that perspective and kind of turn it on its head, right? And, and think about, you know, the, the story that they can tell to the consumer, you know, that they can provide this to them just seamlessly. Yeah, and it, it becomes emotional. And we know that people want to buy based on, on emotion. Um, it's a much easier discussion to have with a consumer about why I need to spend this much money on this thing when it's just pieces and parts. And I go, oh, well, maybe I don't need to spend that money. Where if I go, hey, you know what? This is what it's going to do for you. This is the experience it's going to provide for you and your family. Uh, it becomes something emotional. It's like, oh, well, I need that. That's I, I have to have that. It becomes easier for our dealers to be able to position products and, and solutions uh, for those customers. Now, as I know the 
uh, you mentioned talked about how the acquisition happened in October and um, has, has anything like just you talk about the solutions and possibilities. Cause I know you guys are just really getting sort of your feet wet in terms of what's possible with all of the new brands and, and products that are kind of coming together. Does anything sort of, as you're looking at it, really excite you about what is possible and not mess, maybe not necessarily a specific, you know, solution um, that could come, but just the opportunity or anything that sort of stands out to you from what's possible here. Yeah, I think there's, um, as, and this last week I was in Europe, actually, our headquarters is in uh, Italy. So I was at headquarters learning more about what the nice brands offer, also what we have as, a, as an organization. And so some, some of the things that pop up um, that are obvious, at least if you, if you look at it for, for five minutes, is that really it's, it's these, these expanded, and I know I've, I've overused the word experiences so far, but it's really, it's really taking that smart home solution to the next level. So smart home, we've had different parts of the smart home that have existed. And they've been in kind of these different camps. You've got the security camp. You've got kind of the lighting control camp. Then you've got this, this uh, really this, I'll call them creature feature function parts, which is, hey, from my remote control, I can control everything in my house. Yeah. I can make my television get to anywhere I want it to be. I can get to streaming audio, streaming video. I have this ultimate entertainment experience, but creature feature functions that are there. And that's really where it's, where it's been. Uh, we have the ability now to bring all of those things together because we have all of those things. And that's unique, I think, for this organization. There are companies that have bits and pieces of those things, but we've got this full solution. If you look at the complete offering, as you mentioned, you go look at these brands and you look at the depth that they've got. As we start pulling these product lines together, we're developing these really full solutions that allow you to take advantage of that. And it's not one camp or the other. It's like a full solution. And that really puts us in a place where I believe, once again, we can really lead uh, the industry in what we can offer for consumers. And that's really going to help our dealers because it's going to give them a unique position uh, that they're not going to get it anywhere else. But they can get it by piecing things together from five or six manufacturers. You're going to get one-stop shop. And we know that one of the other things that's important to consumers is we have over-amplified um, consumers. Uh, there are way too many apps out there for everything. Everything has an app. Things that shouldn't have apps have apps. <laughs> um, people don't want that. And, and, and we know that, but even recent studies have happened in those last couple of weeks that I've been looking at further point out the fact that people are frustrated uh, by the number of apps that are, and none of them talk to it together. I mean, you've got some software that's out there. You can do some IFTTT stuff out there. And if you're, if you're a techno geek and you want to get in there and play with bits and bytes. You can sort of piece something together, but we're going to have something that you really allows you to pull this together in a holistic way. That's simple for the consumer, simple for our dealers, and, and even more important, reliable for our dealers. That's the other thing our dealers want to have. They want to know that if they install it, they're not back there every week trying to fix something. So they have to be reliable. No, that, that is, it's a, the other S word, right? We mentioned story, but you talk about simple. And that, I think to the consumer that is uh, you can't understate just how important that is um, to have something that just works uh, it, because it, when it doesn't, it, when it does work, you know, it, it's fine because the consumer is not really having to think about it, but when it doesn't, that's when it becomes a problem for the integrator. It becomes a problem for the, the brand. And then you're having the, the headache of having to go back as you mentioned, but uh, no, that's, that's awesome to, to think about some of the possibilities there. And the other thing I think that comes up too, is that, you know, all of these, different products and, and categories that you guys touch kind of gives you really awesome insight into trends and, and how things have changed and how they continue to change. And um, I think about, you know, just what these, these last two years have been like in um, 
you know, globally <laughs> with a, a little pandemic happening here and there, but um, and just sort of how technology itself has even been like the, the gas pedal has been pushed to the floor even more because of the, the way consumers just shifted their habits, whether it was shopping or, uh, you know, what, how they were considering living in their homes. So I, I, I'm curious, you know, what have you noticed over the past couple of years with just shifting habits in, in the way, you know, maybe consumers come to you guys or look to, to your brands, um, you know, as, as they're looking to upgrade their in-home experience. Yeah, it's been really interesting to watch over the last couple of years. Uh, it's certainly, I think, in some areas, definitely pushed the accelerator in things that were already moving, but it also added some new categories in. There's some new trends that we've seen develop out of the pandemic that I, I believe continue on perpetually now. Uh, the biggest one that's probably that I would put in that category, and we'll talk about some of the others, is healthy living. Uh, people have, have decided that, you know, I, I need to be healthy. It's, there's, a, there's a benefit to being healthy. Um, there's also a reason I should be healthy, but at the same time, how can technology help us with that? And so there's a couple of different things that have happened there. Air quality is one of the big things that I've seen that that's come about. Air quality is one of those areas where people just assume, hey, I, I, it's, it may be bad air outside, but I go in my house and it's all better. And it's not. <laughs> the air that's outside, filtration systems pull all that air inside. Yep. So things that are outside are come, come inside. You have a little bit of filtration that happens in modern HVAC, but not enough to really take care of everything that's there. So people are concerned about that. So it's first of all, monitoring. Is my air okay in my home? And then two, can I do something about it? So we're seeing these really good filtration systems that are out there to be able to add purified air to the home, but also to be able to measure it. In fact, we're adding some of that measurement to our new Elan system uh, that comes in there. So we can have the ability to bring in air quality monitoring as part of that solution in our new version of software 8.7 that's being released. So some really cool things that we're doing to, to entice that and have that even be a bigger deal. But it also goes into things like circadian lighting. With people living in their home 24-7, there was this idea that, hey, the light that I have in here was okay when I just wanted one purpose, when I was just eating dinner, or I was just having the kids do their homework, but it's not the same light I need for 24 seven work, uh, where it's now my workplace. It's now the entertainment space. It's now the space where I need to get my, uh, my conference calls done. And now people can't see my face. I look like I'm not highlighted at all. And so there became this real need to be able to have healthy living and circadian lighting while it had existed, people became infinitely more aware of in the stability that the light absolutely does affect the quality of your health. In, in, even if it's simple in getting into sleep health patterns to make sure that I don't have a lot of blue light in my light, in my light, if I'm using LED lighting. So in the evening hours, I'm not keeping my, my melatonin from being produced, where if I bleed that off through the day, I can get melatonin to be produced. I can get a better rest. I can get sleep. And in the morning, let's add some blue light. So we wake you up. Let's not have you be groggy in the morning. Let's get you up and get you going. And so there was this need for those kinds of things. And now a lot of the, of the smart home solutions are out there today really have a, a tendency to, to work towards those kind of, of uh, trends that are there. Something you mentioned in there is that, you know, consumers became, a, a, almost direct quote for you, consumers became infinitely more aware. Did, does that, I mean, a, true, a very true, because they had more time, we're at home, we're researching things more and looking into, you know, these uh, new healthy solutions as an example and, and so many other areas of the home. Does that make it challenging for a, a manufacturer knowing that, you know, the customer base, not, not that, you know, you could fool them with features and things like that, but they are more aware of what's happening and, and the importance of these things in their homes. So like, does it feel like a challenge to you to kind of keep up with 
just the, the consumer knowledge around these things? I, I look at it, it's a huge benefit. I mean, part of the problem that, that we've had, age old problem over the last two decades in smart home is education. It's, yeah. it's let, people don't even know they can do some of these things. Um, they, they think that either it's too expensive, it's not simple enough, or there's no way I ever really need that because I can do without it. And education from the consumer's perspective of learning more about these things, it just really benefits us. This, this customer knowledge about what can, what's the art of the possible really helps us as manufacturers to be able to make sure we're positioning the products correctly. It also holds us to a higher standard as well. But to your point, we can't fool them with like right. these, these things. They're not like gimmicky things anymore. We have to make sure that, that what we're delivering is something that is a quality experience and that lives up to what we what we tell them it's going to do. So whatever we say it's going to do and the uh, standards that we've set, that it holds up to that standards and consumers recognize that, they understand it, they're more educated about it, which I think is a help to us as well. No, absolutely. And I, I think about all of the areas of tech over the past two years and I just personally in my own kind of following of the, the category and um, of the industry, the smart home, I think it stood at the start of the pandemic to, to benefit the most. And I think it has uh, just for around consumer awareness and, and just I, it, it always felt like going to big shows around the, the country and world and, and talking about the long run- runway that this industry, the, the smart home segment has had. Um, and it just always felt like the, the education, to your point, was lagging a little bit and, and a, like not allowing it to really take off. But these past two years, just the amount of research consumers have done and their awareness of it, it just feels like the, that boom that we've been waiting for is, is happening now. Like the, now's the time for the smart home and consumers are understanding it. Brands are like, I feel like there's a big, uh, like a sigh of relief moment that consumers are now getting it. And, and we can finally really see the smart home, you know, take off over the next year, decade, however long it, you know, we can go. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, that's, that's one of the things we've seen. And security was one of the other trends that we've seen like really pop up, which, which seems uh, counterintuitive because you go, well, you're staying home. Shouldn't you be more secure because you're right. already home? <laughs> but no, people wanted to know, especially with, with having more things delivered to the home. Suddenly there was this need to make sure I understand what's on my front porch. Did a package arrive on my front porch? And, and is it a package or is it a person? So even getting into those kinds of technologies of understanding uh, camera, artificial intelligence, of understanding what did arrive on my front porch, is it still there? Did it get moved uh, to make sure that uh, somebody has not just made off with my uh, my food order this week, right? So there's all <laughs> kinds of things that have been going on there, as well as around the home. So security would, became one of those other trends that we saw really, really boost up. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's kind of, like you said, the counterintuitive to think about, but um, you know, you're spending more time in your home and and wanting to know what's happening around it. Um, I, but you know, it, it makes sense to it. Like it's counterintuitive, but it makes sense because yep. here we are, you know, monitoring ourselves, wanting to know what's going on and seeing the benefits of technology. And, um, you know, you, you mentioned education's kind of, we've been talking about education of the consumer. And I know the other, the flip side of this, you know, as, as brands and consumers are both having to keep up uh, with one another and how smart they've become around uh, this technology. So too do the dealers. Um, so I, I know you guys have uh, some great things going on around, you know, making sure dealers can stay on top of this technology as well. And, and specifically with your products and, and things you've got going on. So talk about that a little bit and just the important that importance that that's had for uh, the nice brand. Yeah, you bet. Um, I think one of the things that uh, that the pandemic did is, is I think it set all of us back on our heels for a moment uh, because a lot of a lot of these companies we had on hands training where you'd come to a training center somewhere. You learn how to use the products 
Um, and then you then you were able to go out into the world and start installing products and, and uh, learn about what they were. Uh, the, with the pandemic, uh, suddenly travel uh, came, first of all, to a standstill, gradually picking up now. But we entered a new world of, of remote learning, um, not just for kids that were staying home and learning, but in the business world for people to be able to get up, up to speed. And so we put a pretty heavy um, investment into making sure that dealers have access to the training they need to be successful, whether it's learning about a product or solution. Uh, learning what the benefits are so they know how to sell it and position it with the consumer and then how to how to install it and how to keep it to be reliable once they've once they've installed it and so we've done quite a bit of investment there so that the majority of everything we've got right now can be done online uh, we we believe that that as we get back to uh, more travel uh, nothing can really replace having somebody sit down with equipment touch it feel it you know put things together and understand how it works so we think there's a need but we think that it's a mixed mode moving forward. There's a lot of stuff you can do online by yourself uh, that you can do at your own pace when you have time. Um, that also allows you to make sure that you're using your time efficiently because we know for our dealers, time is money. Um, time out of the office for your installers is money you're not making today. And so we know it's an investment. And as such, we want to make sure that we're uh, prodigious in the way that we, we have people take that training. And so Online will always, I think, be an important part of that. But we believe there's parts of that that do need to be on hand, especially as we move forward. Yeah, and it, I mean that kind of sounds akin to everything. Even you know us here nationwide learning about the the opportunity. This pandemic, not even just the, on the technology side, but the event side as well. Obviously, events were majorly impacted by uh, you know what's gone on these past two years. But it, it kind of allowed that industry to stop and pause and rethink itself a little bit and. Um, the opportunity for these hybrid type experiences where, um, you know, you, you still moving forward now, understanding the importance of those face-to-face -face interactions, but they've almost been more um, sort of efficient interactions, I'd say. So, you know, allowing those conversations in person to um, have more meaning and, and, you know, be more beneficial to, to both parties while still allowing for that, that virtual hybrid experience to continue offline, uh, well, online rather. Um, you know, so that, you know, you can train or educate yourself at your own pace and engage with the, you know, whatever the event may be, but same too for brands and manufacturers and, and educating their dealers. So it's cool to see sort of not cool. We had to go through a pandemic to learn some of these things, but, you know, <laughs> no. cool to see what, what the benefits have been on the, uh, the flip side of it here. Yeah. I think that the, once again, I think these things are going to perpetuate and help us as we move forward. I, I do think they've, they've sped up the, the pace of business. Uh, they've certainly, I, I think, sped up the pace of invention and innovation uh, because we're finding new ways to be able to collaborate and work with each other. Uh, that extends into, into making sure our dealers are qualified and, and have the necessary resources to be successful in installing our products and our solutions successfully. Yeah. Well, I, what, you know, last thing to kind of round it out, what excites you? You talked a little bit about it at the top with just the, the expansion of NICE into North America and, and everything that's happening there, but what excites you? for dealers specifically moving forward, you know, throughout the rest of 22 and, and beyond, you know, about the, the opportunities that could be related to you guys or just the, the smart home industry in general. What, what are you uh, most looking forward to here? Yeah. So I'm looking forward to, um, if I were a dealer today, uh, the things I'm looking forward to is we're, we're entering this new age and this new age is finally the age of, of smart home, smart and, and home automation. Uh, we've been, I think, and people go, well, I've been doing it for the last, you know, 18 years. We're, we're finally getting to the place where we're starting to see the, the, the really the leading edge of mass adoption. And what that means for our dealers is opportunity. 
Um, there's going to be opportunity to talk to consumers about these experiences we can bring to the home. They may be just simple parts that they need to have. But the other part of that is allows us to create relationships with consumers that can expand over time so that we can take a, a, a consumer on a journey with us, right? Let's start with a small solution. We can continue to add on either as they decide they want it or as they start to be exposed to it to be able to take off from there. I'm also really excited about the area where I see uh, this, this technology going, and that is in the, in the world of, uh, and these phrases get overused, uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning. As we start to apply that into the home uh, to make sure that, you know, the dealer doesn't have to do everything to set it up for the consumer day one. The system can be set up with basic functionality. And then over time, it can continue to add more benefit and, and bring value to a consumer as it learns about what the consumer's behaviors are. And it suggests to the consumer's ways that it may be able to be improved, whether through the dealer doing it or even through the consumer doing that to be able to add those improvements to their home. And those are the kind of things that I'm looking forward to as we get in through this year into this next year that we'll start to see um, expand out into uh, consumers' lives from the technology we're, we're giving. And that it really is going to is really going to spell opportunity for our, for our dealers, uh, really expanding out their potential for clientele. So we've got a bigger range of consumers across social economical structures that are going to be interested in these kind of technologies. Um, I think DIY has its place, but we all know that a lot of people want to have this stuff installed. They just want to make sure it works. Um, they want to make sure that it's reliable and they're only going to get that if they have someone come in and do it for them. And that's really where the benefit is for our dealers. Yeah. The two things I pull out of there, you mentioned the the wider base of uh, potential customers and also that that other buzzword in this industry and the recurring revenue opportunities, the the chance for repeat business and um, not, not even maybe thinking of it, of it more intimately than that, the, uh, the, the recurring rather than just recurring, it's kind of that loyal customer base that you're building and, and having them call back on you for help as they look to upgrade their systems or whatever it may be in their home. So lots of opportunity for sure. And, uh, plenty to be excited about and, um, awesome to, to be able to chat with you guys and, and, uh, you know, the, the nice North America brand and, um, see what you have going on. So this was, Paul, this was awesome. I appreciate you taking oh, the thank time. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on the show. I uh, would look forward to working with dealers. If they were familiar with us from before, continue to watch us. If they've not, get engaged. Hey, we'd be happy to have you a part of the family. Awesome. Well, I uh, look forward to catching up again soon. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks again to Paul for taking the time and, and chatting with us and uh, sharing a little bit, you know, about the the opportunities that exist as the 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 nice North America brand uh, continues to grow and expand and, and find those new solutions as uh, he mentions, you know, as these brands get more integrated. So um, look forward to continuing to follow their story and you know chatting down the line here. So, but for now, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast, and we will catch you next time. Uh-huh.